Hello everybody, Matt Mentley here with the Wisconsin Sports Show! It is November 24th, 2020. If you hear my dishwasher in the background, it means that it is running. <laughs> it's a free free podcast, people. Okay, I don't have a studio. I don't, I'm pulling back the curtain. Thanks for tuning in. All of your Wisconsin sports takes in 20 minutes or less, or your turkey is free. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is the Holiday Wisconsin Sports Show special holiday week. Now, the Packers are not playing on Thanksgiving Day, thankfully. (laughs) Uh, We do get that time off, but it is Packers. We're talking Packers, and then I'll talk a little bit of what I am sports thankful for. Uh, So it might be a short one here. Let's crank through it. Let's get started with Green Bay's loss to Minnesota. I'm not too concerned about it. I'm not sweating it. Uh, Minnesota really needed that game. I called it on the last pod. They really needed that game. <laughs> they, they, and, and they were a, a, a Kirk Cousins w- interception where maybe the ball wobbled a little bit at the fucking end or whatever. We're one like stupid play away from winning that game anyways. It was in Minnesota. I mean, it, they lost by three. It was a good game. It was a an even game. It was, according to Vegas, a pick 'em game, pretty much. Flip a coin. Packers are better, but again, they're on, they were on the road facing a tough team whose back was. The Minnesota's fine. Minnesota's fine. They're gonna have a fine year. They'll be around eight wins, nine wins. They're a fine team. Not scared of them. Not scared of them at all. Once we get to Lambeau, I'm feeling pretty good about that matchup. So the loss does not concern me. You know what does concern me? And, you know, I give out Wisconsin Person of the Week each week. Ever since Crosby got it. He had that one good game early in the year I've kind of forgotten about which game that even was because he's been horseshit for the rest of the year. It's been bad. He's in the same position as Aaron Rodgers where if we cut him next year, that's a huge cap salary hit. Because <laughs> I was looking at it, hey, Crosdog, you're 37. We love you, buddy. Uh, probably next year, go to a dome team so you can get, you can squeeze out an extra three years of kicking, go to, go to Indianapolis, go to one of those, uh, you know, that's the smart move, right? Well, I was informed we are definitely still stuck with him next year because dude, I mean, he, he missed that pretty makeable field goal on Sunday. And I know the special teams coaches are like, Hey, it's our special teams that are screwed up. Is it, is it, (laughs) I, 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 is it a 37 year old kicker? Are we sure? Are we sure about that? I keep having to remind you Packer fans. Father time catches up with everybody. And don't forget that 
Favre's real, for real last season with the Minnesota Vikings was one of the saddest things, you know, ever caught in, in football. <laughs> At least Peyton got to go out hobbling with a championship, but that last Vikings Favre season was, was, was rough. And I do believe his hair completely turned white that season specifically. Like, dudes, it, I, I, we're so spoiled. We're so spoiled 20, over 20 years of good cornerback play. And good kicking. We've been spoiled with good kicking as well. But all good things, even kickers, must come to an end. Disappointing to Mason Crosby because, hello, it's 34-31 was the final score. I think that that field goal would have really helped out. I think. I don't know. I'm bad at math. So, oh, no turnovers in this game. Interesting, interesting. I mean, again, we, the Green Bay Packers, I'm saying we in, in, the, in the royal sense, uh, the Green Bay Packers were one interception away, one turnover, one dumb Cousins. That's the thing. If they play that game in Lambeau, Cousins does do the dumb interception. We do get that, you know, bounce of the ball or whatever else. This was essentially a win uh, this past Sunday. Again, that's why I'm not worried about it, but no turnovers on either side. Again, if we just get one turnover, we are able to get through that game. But a rare Kirk Cousins does not throw a stupid pick, even though he kind of did. But since we have replay and we slow everything down to fucking minute seconds, um, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, again, Vikings needed this game. Uh, no Rashad Gary watch this week because he did not play. And that was another thing. They did not get much pressure on Kirk Cousins during this game. Uh, uh, Smith was back there a few times, but that was really it. And they really missed Rashad Gary. Again, I think if Gary plays, Packers win. One more sack, one more turnover of the football, one more, oh, Rashad Gary is in Kirk Cousins' face and he just throws it up because he's a mediocre quarterback who does this. But yeah, no Rashad Gary. So yeah, I guess that's just about that's about it on the actual game. I, I don't want to, you know, I'm I'm be, I'm now beating a dead horse. It was a close game. Packers lost barely to a team that was super desperate and needing this game to save their season. Uh, the real test is going to be the Rams coming up this week. Now the funny thing is, I live out in Los Angeles, California now, and I. They're getting excited about Stafford, you know, as they should have. He's definitely better than Goff. Goff just got benched <laughs> on the Lions. Uh, uh, how? 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 Uh, so, yes, he's better than Goff. That is not too tough of a thing to accomplish. But Packer fans... You know it. We have watched Stafford for a long time. We know Stafford better than most other people who watch NFL football. When you see a team two times a year, I mean, that's the thing with Kirk Cousins. I, I got Kirk Cousins. I, I know what he's going to do. He could throw for 400 yards, certainly. He's got the talent around him to do so. Same with Stafford. Stafford's got the talent to do so, but... They're not elite quarterbacks. They're not 
a quarterback that's like, oh, shit, like Aaron Rodgers will not lose this game. I I don't think we're ever going to be saying like Matthew Stafford refused to lose. It's kind of like, no, he's a fine quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins. He's he's these, uh, you know, and even watching some of these Rams games, they're pumping him up so much. Right. I mean, they have to. The Rams have to pump him up. Ooh, he's so good, and he never got the opportunity with the Lions. And I don't know. He had a wide receiver named Calvin Johnson, who was pretty fucking good, and they still didn't do anything. Like, uh, I, I'm, I, I, again, when we talk about who I'm scared about, I'll give you an example. The Bears defense, right? The, the Bears have always had. I always hated Tillman or Urlacher or... You know, they're, they're, uh, when the Vikings had Randy Moss, there, there's players where you're like, I just, I can't do it. I, I'm so afraid. When they would throw to Randy Moss, you would just assume it would be a touchdown almost. And it's just, I'm not afraid of Matthew Stafford. Not afraid of him. I mean, this is a good, solid team. They'll make a run in the playoffs. But th- this quarterback carousel that some of these teams are on, where it's like, oh, we'll just fit in Sam Darnold or Teddy Bridgewater or, you know, we'll just keep plugging in quarterbacks. It's like, all right, well, you know what you're getting. (laughs) And Matthew Stafford is typically not, you know, that much of a playmaker. Rams could win the Super Bowl. They have a good, talented team, and they have good coaching, and they'll be set up, but... I again, I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. I, I think that they win this. This is the first real Packers test. Well, that Cardinals game was pretty a, a big test. Never mind, never mind. That was Cardinals game and the San Francisco game. God, this season has felt, even though they've tacked down only one week, I feel like this has been the longest season ever. But this is another, I guess it's all these NFC West teams that are really good. You know, this is the last one and it's going to be the test. It's these are two playoff teams. So it should be pretty exciting. Oh, back to the, I did the most hated non-division teams last week. And I've talked about it before. Minnesota. If you're talking division, most hated division teams, obviously it's not Detroit. Like I just said, they never scare me. They're never doing anything. If you're a real Packers fan and you, you watch all these games and, and, and you're a diehard like I am, Minnesota is, is number one over the Bears' most hated franchise. It's almost like if, if I ever would hear a Packer fan be, say the opposite, where it's like, oh, I hate the Bears more than the Vikings. No, then, then, you don't, you're, you're, then you're not paying attention. You're not watching the games. Minnesota has been a thorn in our side for so fucking long. We've met in the playoffs. They stole Brett Favre from us. You know, they, they, I, to me... The hatred is deeper with those fucking horns and their boop boop and their I hate them. I hate them. I hate the franchise. I hate I emotionally hated losing to them this week, even though I expected it. But it's Vikings over Bears any fucking the Bears. They're just not good. (laughs) Take out. 
that NFC Championship game that is now fucking over 10 years ago, right? So take that out and we're never we're never good the same year the Bears are good. It's very weird. It's a very very weird thing we have going on with the Bears right now. But the Vikings have been good and they've been decent and they've made runs and we've played them in the playoffs the last 10 years. You know, we just see them so fucking much. The Adrian Peterson years were really fucking annoying. So, yeah, I'm putting Vikings number one most hated team. I fucking I hate them. I hate them with all fiber of my being. And the Bears are a very close second. Don't think I was going to get out of that. All right, let's get to what I'm thankful for. Ooh. Um, I'm thankful for delicious coffee that I <laughs> down while I do these podcasts. Okay, so just a couple things. I want to take a moment. Not going to talk about the Bucks, you know, or go anywhere else. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Before I get to that, because we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers. So a couple of friends, you know, who are vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I believe in vaccinations. I I believe in science and I believe, you know, all that kind of stuff. I am not a dirty fucking uh, hippie like Aaron Rodgers and his girlfriend who are seeking out hot springs and staying up late, stoned, looking at conspiracy theories and listening to Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> is is, is Koivato a real thing? I mean, I was just looking it up. It's on WebMD. The, the, the toe thing is real, man. Apparently, your extremities, for some people, do, you know... <sighs> Get larger and bruise and get discolored and stuff. Ugh. But but by all means, do, don't fucking uh, <laughs> don't fucking get the oh god. So there you go. There's our there's our one minute on Aaron Rodgers since we can't stop. But I is it real? I I don't. I mean, it doesn't seem like he got. He's calling Aaron's calling it turf toe. But turf toe, you cannot play. Turf toe has been one of the more confusing injuries in my lifetime being a sports fan. Like, turf toe, like, these guys fucking play with torn ACLs and sometimes broken bones. But if you have turf toe, you cannot. It just, it affects everything else. Your toes and your fingers are crucial to the sport of football, obviously. Ugh, fucking moron. Get the fucking vax, you fucking dirty hot springs hippie. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him. That's a, a dirty hot springs hippie. All right, now to what I'm thankful for. Let's get to the happy part here. Um, I, okay, so I'm thankful for Lambeau Field still being called Lambeau Field. Now, I wish I could remember, maybe somebody can remind me, I mean, and this is not, the Staples Center is now Crypto.com. That's just silly. But Staples was already a corporation. It doesn't really count. There was a new, there was a freaking famous stadium. And I, it's annoying me that I couldn't find it before this podcast. Because I saw it live and I was like, shit, they're renaming everything. Let's just say Fenway, but I can't 100% say it's Fenway. So now what they're doing is Coca-Cola 
stadium at Fenway Park or whatever, right? So they're they're sneaking it in there somehow. Um, and so I'm just happy that it's still just fucking Lambeau Field. Please keep it Lambeau Field. Just fucking never, never get those. Fu- we don't. Packers don't need money. Packers are flushed with cash. So I, I, that's probably the reason we haven't done it. So I, I appreciate. We might be one of the last ones standing here, uh, but fuck, please, I'm thankful for Lambeau Field still being called Lambeau Field. Uh, next, I am thankful for Kevin Durant's large feet. <laughs> now, I never want, like, even in the moment, I didn't want to talk about this because there's, uh, pick apart any basketball playoff run, any of them. There's bounces of balls that go the wrong way. There's injuries for a game or two. There's a suspension. That fucking famous Golden State Cleveland one where there's that Draymond suspension. Like, there's so many what if this, what if that, that you can pull apart the whole thing and then you fucking get nothing, you know? So, but, God, if Kevin Durant hits that three, it's just we're living in an alternate universe where the Bucks have a new coach, they may, maybe, I can't say for sure, but after two seasons of a disappointing second round exit, they may have traded Middleton. And again, I can't say that for sure, but couldn't, couldn't you see that? <laughs> I could. Giannis maybe is a little more pissed. I, I, I don't know, but we definitely have coach turnover. That's for sure. And we never get to this Giannis leap, this Giannis next level. So I am thankful for Kevin Durant's big-ass foot. And then finally, you know, I can't do the stadium thing with the Brewers because since they fucking changed it to American Family Field, which is, you know, such a fucking lame, lame. I I just, I'm a sucker. I want to go back to when it was just like, because the Brewers had a stadium called Lloyd Street Grounds, which is fucking phenomenal like early 1900s I fucking miss that shit but here's what I'm thankful for the Brewers Craig Council that's gonna be we might have Craig Council until this fucker dies and I'm fine with that uh he is a steady hand he's playing you know he's playing the percentages he we don't Brewers fans don't get a lot of longevity in their fucking heroes and, uh, you know, we picked one in this recent generation that got busted for steroids. So that fucking puts a damper on that. So it hasn't been fun to, like, root for Brewers. The last couple of years, yes. But I said it last week. They're always just right around the corner from leaving. So, Craig Council, you also win Wisconsin Sports Person of the Week. Geek, 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 because I am so thankful for you, Craig Council. All right, that's my time. Have a good Thanksgiving, everybody, and of course, enjoy those games.